Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. Well, we'll let the fate decide, huh? I just happen to have a chance cube here. Welcome, cadets and commanders, to Stabcast, the Sunsphere Tactical Attack Brigade's Star Wars Legion podcast. I'm Tim, the Dice Hate Me Hannon, joined by Ben, Dice Swing Worse Than a Suburban Key Party, Fowler, and Ryan, Ridiculous Dice Don't Happen Unless They Happen to Me, Sawoski. Will is gone due to beating us all on TI and Great Western Trail and has thus been banished. It was my birthday, Tim. My birthday! And he beat me on my he birthday! He beat the birthday boy, and not in a good way. It's very sad. So he's banished! Banished. I just I just sat in the corner with my four little planets and kind of. Oh, did you? Blue. Oh, did no, you? Actu- no, actually, I just played the spoiler <laughs> and I stopped Ben from winning and tried to stop Will from oh, winning. Oh, what a hero, Ryan! What a hero! I was. I really he stopped was me hero. from winning, allowing Will to win. So I also attacked Will's home system, mind you. I was the only one to do so. So it looked as though Ryan was going to do a hard left, run right into Will, but instead he chose the emergency surprise, punched Tim square in the For face for no reason. <laughs> Tim, who was in last place, <laughs> who had, you know, nearly a half the galaxy. Yeah, you're but right. it was half the galaxy did not equal half the victory points, though. Exactly. No, but, but your planets would have equaled points. the victory points that I needed. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to listen to our Twilight Imperium podcast, we'll be That's launching right, yes. that next week. <laughs> somebody, somebody finally gets mad at me when I stop playing the point police and try to win myself. <laughs> Yeah, so if you listen to our first podcast of that one, uh, you definitely find out that Ryan does not play the point police. He's often in the lead and then complains when we try to stop him from doing correct. This is correct. Yes, I don't. I don't complain. Ben just shifts blame to everyone else. That's how we all do. That's what we all do to cover our failures. It's because normally I'm winning, and that's how you that's how you win. That's how we all cover our own inaptitude. It's all about the winning. And when you're in the lead, as I often am early in the game, I have to distract people from the fact that I'm not really winning. Until I win. Next so. game, we're all going to support for the throne each other, except for Ryan. <laughs> Hold on. This is also Ben, who only wins when he sits next to the new guy. That's not, I sat next to Will and Tim, and still nearly won that game. It's it true. really came down it's, to the very end. True. Will and I were very close on this one. This week on Stabcast, some battle reports, a look at specialists, a conversation about dice, and much, much more. Ryan and I uh, got together that was last Wednesday, Wednesday before. And Ryan needs some practice. He's going to a, a special event there in St. Louis. He needs to see, can he put a, a hit on the droids there? So I said, sure, I'll bring my boys out, get out to the table. I um, had zero games against droids at this point. Zero games. So, zero. And so we end up playing key positions, major offensive, and clear conditions. Now, I can hear you, audience. You know how I personally rail against clear conditions. Yes. It was my battle deck. It I was. Chose, you were blue. I chose clear conditions. Boo. And my problem is, yeah, it, as a droid player, I cannot give up the unit to go put him into the backfield. I can't, I can't have the, you know, my rapid reinforcements. I can't afford to lose that one set of guys. Hmm. My dice are too inconsistent for me to be able to pull that off. Right, and rapid was in our, our first column. Yeah, rapid was in our first column, so I got rid of it. Um, hostile, I was actually would have been okay with if it had come up. Um, I don't believe it did. No. And I think we were we were jockeying more for position and the deployment than we were for anything else. Correct. Um, I, yes. <laughs> I think minefield was on there. Um, 
I, I, I think Minefield was on there. So, that, so that's where we end up with clear conditions. Like I said, I do feel bad about it, but I currently don't have the units I would like to be able to drop in the backfield in order to pull that off. Once I get maybe B2s, maybe if I B2. get two sets of those in the list, I may I maybe I'll go get clear conditions yeah. back out. But. B2s are coming and I think they're going to be they're going to be awesome in, in Oh yeah, I'm terrified of B2s, but also excited a little bit to see them played. The map that Ryan and I built cuz we built it I, I was trying to get there early. Traffic jams happened. I have to cross town. I arrive at the game store at like 6:45. I had left work an hour and 15 minutes beforehand. But that's yep. fine. So- sounds about right. Um yeah, Knoxville, you're killing me, killing me. Um, so I, we set up a table very quickly. It isn't the greatest table of things, and um, I'm very worried about cover with droids. Droids get blown to pieces. Like, they don't roll much of a defense dice. They don't surge to anything. Mm-hmm. So if they don't have cover, if you can't take away a couple of those hits, you're going to lose lots of guys very quickly. And so I deploy on this little grassy knoll um, that, that I have access to. Yeah, I, I know <laughs> Tim's eyes got real big at that. <laughs> I deployed on the grassy knoll, and um, our key position is a little barn directly in front of me. Um, it is a, a little rock that Ryan has very close to his side, and a kind of tower in the dead center. Uh, a right. little, little off-center, but you know, that's really the center there. Ryan decides he's going to put Luke and some troopers on the, the near the big target because they can move fast because I think he's got... Um, um, you know, recon intel on everything had, for some reason. Yeah, I had four copies of recon intel on my list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, gross. He's got an FD cannon because, of course, he does, mm-hmm. um, which now shoots at range five, which hits everything on my side of the board. Just yeah, it, it was, does. It was it was pretty rad. <laughs> it was everywhere. Um, let's see. You've got a mortar, or you've got the uh, the uh, the, uh, the four the block dice. Yeah, the Mark II. Thank you. Um, you, you know, you've got, you've got some stuff going on there and I'm running my straight up patented, well, I say patented, it's the, one of the two lists you can really kind of run. Yes, there, there are two CIS lists right now. <laughs> it was two droidicas, not three. And I sunk all the rest of the points in all the upgrades. So it was fully manned list of all the things with the EC. Cause I really love that guy. Those yeah. three black dice and even your, your dice pull out really well. He brings some nice consistency. Oh, nice consistency. I mean, which is mostly one, but it's still, at least it's consistent. Um, <laughs> But it's grievous, it's aggressive tactics, it's strict orders. I line up against uh, Orion there. Very first thing, he and I are both very cagey. There's a lot of, you know, take a thing. Standby is not going to do worth a whole lot, so I barely move. I try not to get off the hill, or if I do, I get off the hill so I'm right behind the barn so that the FD laser cannon cannot shoot me in the face. Yeah, I I don't know. Were you, in hindsight, were you more afraid of Pizza Gun than you probably should have been? I was more afraid of Pizza Gun, but if Pizza Gun can light up, which it can, you aim can. and then you fire, and then I lose five dudes, then you're going to go shoot the other full health unit, which is coming around the corner in a second. So I lost five dudes there, and now I'm down to two units of three dudes. Well, and it, it almost starts to feel like, for, with the new range increase, which I think it's, is needed, don't get me wrong, it feels like a lot of times like the Pizza Gun's almost like Rebel's version of the ATST in the sense of like, wow, it's really scary when it hits hard. Yes, but absolutely. it's only going to shoot me six times at most. At yeah. most, yeah. At most. And but, that's probably pushing it. But So the problem is yeah. Ryan's um, FD laser cannon is looking at the broadside of that barn. Mm-hmm. And so his boys can just line up on the other side and we can just all hug the barn together. Yes. But he's going to outscore me in points. And sure. I have to cross the death field to get to the giant tower where I also mm-hmm. need to score those points. Because mm-hmm. I was just going to let Ryan have his side, but... The, the tricky part was, we, A, we didn't use third of the map, really half the map. Um, I deployed the, the last key position as the red player uh, to kind of force a, a KG battle since I had Luke and Chewbacca. 
and I'll be honest, I, do, I would do the same thing. I would have put mine exactly where you put yours. And as a CIS player or as a Rebel player? Both. Okay. Because I can stand on that point and shoot at the other target. Yeah. You had better cover in your deployment zone. I had better cover outside of mine. So you choosing yeah. when to step out of your cover was, was definitely the tricky part. Yep. Absolutely. So I, I leave Grievous to be my last, but you know, I only have so many activations. And then for some reason, this Z6 turns around this corner. <laughs> Grievous takes five hits. From an unmodified Z6 shot, yeah. Dice are never, never really bad, Tim, unless they're bad. That's uh, right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I rolled all blank red dice. It was a crazy dice don't so. happen unless they happen to me. My <laughs> dice were, were pretty hot garbage un- up until that point. Um, I think you got the early dice advantage, Ben, but then that kind of turned the game on its head. Yeah, and that really was round two. Yeah, no, Grievous, Grievous took a big hit that he, that he really shouldn't have. Took a real, real bad heavy hit. So I have to make a decision. Am I going to try to get real defensive and let my dudes guardian? The, the problem with that is, is that my little dudes have to go first to get out there so they can take the guardian shots. They're going to get shot at by, by Ryan's people, losing more guys, and then they have to be able to also take the Grievous shot. So I decided to go super offensive with Grievous. If I'm going to die, let us die valiantly, and let's go destroy as many things as we possibly can. Didn't you? Didn't you only get uh, two attacks off of the your one pip? I did, but what what Ryan is willfully misremembering sure. is that that second one is I killed Chewbacca with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. So it, it was a yeah. Exactly. It it was worth the death since Grievous was going to die anyway. I managed to take out a unit and take out Chewbacca at the same time. Right. Mm. Now, Chewbacca did get caught in a place I don't think Ryan was expecting. He did dance like a puppet on those bullets. Pop, 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 pop. Yeah, yeah. Chewie um, took five hits kind of out of out of nowhere. Like he was going to get the where when he came out of my bag and where I grabbed him. Um, Chewie was in a really good spot. He was only going to get shot once, maybe twice. Um, but he ended up taking way more damage than I had really anticipated him to uh, because the dice. Just, just lit up in a in a way I, you don't expect. I want to say, did you throw like six hits into Chewbacca with one B one squad? Uh, no, I got four. Okay, but still, because I shot yeah. you three times with those units. I mean, yeah. I, I still managed to get five hits across. You know, three B three one units. So, so Chewy, yeah. Chewy, and heavy cover took took quite a bit of damage. Um, but I mean, it is what it is. And Chewy, Chewy bought me time, and he did his job. And I'll tr- I'll trade Chewy for a Grievous all day every day. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. So, um, on the one flank that we're not really paying attention to, uh, Luke is over there being KGs all get out. Uh, these Z6s are kind of popping around corners and shooting things. Um, but I leave a set of droidicas just outside of range 5 so that the, the FD laser cannon cannot shoot them, but I can shoot Luke. And I, do, I get some nice damage on him. I get, I get yeah. a thing at half health. Mm-hmm. But then um, Grievous dies. Luke comes out of hiding from around that corner of that rock. Uh, he puts a hurt on some droidicas in a bad way. We both play our one pips. And I'm praying for the dice roll, yeah. and I don't get it. So Luke gets to go first. So I don't get any extra damage with the droid because I don't even get him close to death because there's a chance um, that I managed to knock him out right there. Yeah, droid are dead. And then so Luke starts screaming on my flank there into turn four. Um, it's going to be real, real bad when the game continues. And then what happens with droids, I mean, once, once Grievous is dead, your bubble collapses, and you take more than two suppression, and you're panicked. Yep. And so the problem is it feels real bad using a 200-point model as a defensive measure. He's just going to hide behind this rock to make sure I have a bubble? It sounds like you need a Dooku. I mean, he does hide and he doesn't. I, I don't think, honestly, anything went wrong with your Grievous play. I think that 
I got some some lucky hits there. I think maybe you hide him one more turn just so you can double move and get a charge. Um, and you wait for me to come a little closer to you. Um, but other than that, I think you activated him just maybe one or two activations too early. Or brought him around that corner. How many games have you had against Droids, Ryan? Uh, two. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm talking about it in our specific circumstance. Oh, I see. Okay. I think you brought okay. you brought him Fair around enough. one turn too early. Fair enough. Um, because I think if you can get him tied up in melee, he's perfectly safe. Eight hit points in melee with somebody as fast as he is um, can jump from engagement to engagement. Hmm. I had done enough damage on one flank. There weren't a lot of units over there anyway, and the other guys were so far away. And that FD really did hold the middle lane. No, it did. I, I had one unit panic when I when they really didn't need to. And again, that one dice roll makes a difference. Uh, we had a couple. It, like, that's how close the game was. Like I'm not saying it was a blowout because it really wasn't. No, that's good. how close the game itself was. So if if I had gotten initiative on that turn where Luke got to go first, I, I there's a chance there's a chance that I kill Luke or at least put him on one health. And you really have to think about where you go with him next. Yeah. The the funny thing about that game was we played we played four turns if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, four rounds. Yep. Uh, because the store was closing. I think <laughs> you win if we play five, and I think I win if we play six. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, I think that's the way that happens. Interesting. Out. I wish I had seen that. Like I said, if I don't panic, I had a full unit panic. Because um, yeah, he Jedi mind tricked me. Gross. And it's yeah, one mind, of those mind, <laughs> mind tricks pretty rad, yo. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. It's almost like he knew he was playing against droids. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I played that exact same list at, at two tournaments previous. Because uh, you're looking for droids. No, um, no. Like I said, and if I had just managed to clear just a single suppression, I was okay. But right. I couldn't clear the suppression. That's so. gross. Uh, and so I saw my guy, a full unit, just panic. They didn't panic off the board, but they had to panic and run, which actually moved them closer to Luke, which was bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Mind trick, mind trick seems like real value right now. Yeah. Uh, really for, for people who are going to be going up, like if you're going to go to a tournament and you think there's going to be some prequel spam, which I think we can expect to see with the shiny new toys for a little while because they've only got one commander option and they don't have bravery to backup options. So if I can just have a, a, a panic on demand, that seems pretty good. I don't know. Will you see them? Because according to the internet, nobody can put together the B1 battle droids. <laughs> so, now, I say that as a man who has not put together a B1 battle droid. I definitely outsource that to Wilhelm the Banished. So Yes. So, so we'll, we'll see. Um, but no, I, I think Mind Trick's really quite quite strong right now. Ryan, you and I play that game. Like I said, I lose it, but it was a good, tight, close game. Yeah, and it was like, a good game. I need, I need more droids. Somebody else, come down to the store. Challenge me. So after playing, uh, once again, there are two CIS lists, the Double Droidica or the Triple Droidica. I got to play Landon the next Wednesday at local, local store. And he brought the three Droidica variety. And I was playing the exact same list. So Luke, Leia, Chewie, a set of vets, a Mark II, a Pizza Cannon, three Rebel Troopers, one with a Medic, and the two just are six-man Z6 squads. Um, and man, did I get screwed on deployment. Uh, my deployment zone was uh, was not particularly great, especially for a pizza cannon. We, you know, I set the table up because I got there a little earlier, and so for casual play, if you build the table, I think you should let your opponent pick pick board edge. I let Blandon pick board edge, but we use I think my battle deck or anyway. 
Um, we end up playing intercept the transmissions with hostile environment and major offensive. And all the terrain on my board edge was placed in a way that I couldn't have a great spot for my pizza cannon. There was no awesomes place for me to like put it up against a piece of cover. I either needed to give it a great firing lane, but it's out in the open and pretty close to the center point, or it's going to get heavy cover from everything, but it's going to give heavy cover to everything. And that was a, a tough spot to be. Hmm. So I ended up putting it on top of a building where it could see the middle point pretty clearly. But that's really the only impactful area it could see. And we've discussed this before. Yes. I love the laser cannon when it works beautifully. But does that feel like, oh, there's 70 points I didn't need to waste? I mean, obviously those 70 points being like a Z6 squad would have probably in that particular map done me better. Uh, but that range five threat is really nice, especially when he's yeah, got to death walk <laughs> his blob of dudes into into capture the middle point. His Landon was running, you know, three Droidicas, one Grievous, and six B1s, but the B1s were not kitted out. I think he only had three of the special guns of the heavy weapons, two HQ uplinks, and then one just six-man team. Uh, so he was missing some of the upgrades. They weren't fully kitted B1s. But uh, I send Luke along the long edge of the board to try to kind of wrap around and go contest his his back point. Because on intercept and major offensive, you have one of your points that's very easy to defend. Um, I had my medic squad babysitting mine who on the odd number turns would run up, heal somebody, and then run back to the even number turns to score. And Luke takes a risky risky position turn one. I only get shot at once, I spend my dodge token, and I take one damage. I was like, okay, I can I can live with this. Turn two, Luke runs into some cover, but closer to more bad guys. And Landon kind of ignores him, but does manage to get one big hit off on him. And with a set of B1s with Luke in heavy cover, manages to put four wounds on him. So Ooh. Luke is now on two. That's gross. But Luke is now in a spot, once I activate him, where I can jump over a piece of terrain and either engage with a set of destroyer droids and then be really close to another, or I can double move into his infantry blob because he is moving all of his infantry blob onto the middle point, which was covered in difficult terrain but light cover. Um, and... To Landon's credit, he's the only person in a really long time that the way the terrain came out and the way Landon decided to play it, uh, he outscored me on the first score of, of Intercept, and that doesn't oh, happen wow. to me a lot. Because um, nice. I tend to play... I, I decided to stay back because I had to... I kind of was in the Ben predicament of last game where I had some great cover in my deployment zone, but to get out on the map, I had to step into some open terrain. And, and spend a turn there, and when there's a onslaught of B1s and three destroyer droids, I wasn't sure I really wanted to do that. And so 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 Luke's in position. I've kind of got everybody where I want him to be. Grievous is leading the charge of his B1s, and he ends his move. Landon's last activation was Grievous taking a pot shot with his Annihilator onto Leia. Um, she passes a couple hits off, but I think takes two herself. But he just shot me at range two. And I'm running Luke, Leia, Chewbacca. Oh, <laughs> I know where this is going. So oh. I, th I throw Brains and Brawn. He throws his... You actually don't know where this is going. I throw Brains and Brawn, and he throws Grievous's 2-pip. And he wins the roll-off. Ooh. Now, 
Landon made a, a big mistake, and we talked about this. And it's because it's he's still new with droids, and he's used. He was treating his destroyer droids like speeder bikes, where you don't oh. want to commit them too early, and you put them in the back. No. So it took him two, almost two and a half turns to get them where he needed to. No, I think between his three <laughs> destroyers, he took five ball form turns. Treat them like e destroyers. <laughs> um. Because they're ground vehicles, and he didn't want to dis- displace all of his guys. Sure. Sure. So I, I definitely like to deploy my guys in front so that yeah. my, my, my B1s can walk behind them in cover. Yeah. Yes. Let and them I, be your he, shield. And I think he learned that. Yeah. Um, I think he learned that. He was thinking that he could ball form and treat them like bikes and get them into position that way. And it didn't quite work out. But anyway, so he's he's got his one set of destroyers to where they can take a speed one move and then shoot Luke in his little hidey hole. Now, because I played Brains of Brawn, Luke has no tokens. Luke is Luke is exposed, and Luke is on, I think, two or three wounds. And he throws five hits, and Luke rolls two blocks, and Luke expires. Oh. So all Luke did for me this game, my 180-point Luke, was he absorbed three shots. Like, if I lose a Luke, that's okay, as long as he takes some heat, but I really don't feel like he took enough heat this game. Like, two B1 shots and one Destroyer Droid shot, yeah. I don't think is enough tank. Um, so I was a little frustrated, but then I get to pull Brains and Brawn onto Grievous. And I, me and Landon talked, was that the right call, or was it... I personally think he should have charged Grievous into Leia, because he was range two. Mm-hmm. Um, so he could have made that charge oh, and, yeah. and diced her up. Now he would have ran away from his B ones. So, and uh, then that that would have potentially let Luke activate. Although I have to pull a token for Luke, um, yeah, but it turns I, off brains and brawn. But I think I yeah I was just gonna say I think I still in that situation I think I'd still go after Leia and just try and like yeah. you said try and cut her up and and just think about what that would do for me. Yeah, um, and I think it's Landon was was trying to juggle so many things in his head. Like his plan was setting up, I'm gonna murder Luke, right? And I'm going to play uh, Grievous's two pip to take a defensive stance. And so I think he just kind of got a little one track one tracked mind and saw blood in the water and went for it. And he got Luke for it, so it's not all bad for him. Because Grievous in a one on one with Leia can absolutely murder her, and so oh, yeah. now you're down two commanders on this turn. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I definitely, because, yeah, because you know you're going to Brains and Bronze, that bad boy. So, yeah, I pop, I pop, Leia, Leia pulls an aim token, drops Brains and Brawn, I let it fly. Now, he did play Grievous's two pips, so he gets to kind of, anything that's not a crit, he does parcel away at his, at his, at his robot boys. Right. Um, I don't think Landon, until turn three or four. Until turn three, and we got to play all six, he never picked up his white defense dice and didn't get at least one block. It was the dumbest thing I ever seen. It's <laughs> like pick up, pick up two white block dice, no surge tokens, and just throw them block. Pick up three white white dice, throw them block. I was like, come on, man, well, come on. Normally, I was about to say what happens with me is there's seven hits for some reason, so I just <laughs> need to pick up seven white dice, so I should get one block out of that. Yeah, no, Len, it was it was silly. It was silly. He had a B1 squad roll better odds than Luke did. Um, it was so funny. So you're saying bad dice doesn't happen until it happens. Bad, yeah, right. exactly. That's right. Um, <laughs> Weird dice aren't a thing until they're a thing for me. My pizza cannon's doing some rain, raining fire. 
Grievous takes a few hits from Brains and Bronze, but I basically make the executive decision to ignore ignore his destroyers and just kill all the B1s because he's got the triple destroyer, which means there's less B1s. And at the top of turn five, I've got him down to Grievous and five Roly or and six Roly Boys. Um, and I managed to knock him off of his back point for the second score, putting me up three to two going in. We did get to play all six turns, and it basically meant he had to either table me or, during the final score, be the only one to score. Mm. Um, and he couldn't quite manage that. The game ended with Grievous having five wounds on him, and there being five destroyer droids on the table, and I think I had seven rebel troopers and a pizza cannon. Mm. Um, I think I don't even think That's I had seven, seven troopers. I think, it, I think it was probably less than that. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an absolute bloodbath. Um, but I think it's one of those, and again, I remember learning how to play bikes. I was very difficult. They were either in the midst of everything or they were too far back. I mean, they're still, they still take skill. Boys had gotten their turn earlier. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the difference in that game. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh no. I, I definitely think him misplaying his droids definitely, definitely helped me quite a bit. Um, once again, Luke not getting to pop really... Only Luke card I got to pop. I'm not even... Not so... I'm less mad about losing Luke and his lightsaber. I'm kind of more disappointed I never got to use his cards. Um, because <laughs> right. I only played I my ally. Him. Yeah. Um, oh. I mean, same in our game, I only ever played Grievous' one pip. Everything yeah. else was a generic. Yeah, no, that's true. So, so that game could have gone either way um, if... Landon would have deployed his his destroyers a little forward. That also meant Luke could have gotten to them a turn sooner, because that's the way I kind of like to with that list anyway. I like to approach CIS games. Is I want Chewbacca to go and engage Grievous, right? Because you know you not getting a free surge to crit is pretty cool, um, and Luke going to destroyer droids and saying I don't care about your shields is pretty helpful. <laughs> um, and then whoever's going to win that infantry war. I think uh, I think Rebel Troopers, thanks to Nimble, will probably come out a little bit ahead, but I think it all kind of also comes down to the, the Z6 slash B1 gun and where the spike happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know. I've got, I got two games under, against, uh, against Angry Cyborg Man under my belt, and he, it's, a, it's a different army to play against than I thought it might be. It's, it, yeah. they're, they're, they're cool. I've actually, I'm kind of sad. I've not gotten to play against droids all that much. I've seen a lot of droid games. I've watched a lot. Of, I've observed a lot. I just haven't gotten to play against a lot. I think oh, I've played Tim, one. You strike one me deep. Game? I know. Yes, you played against me, Tim. You played against me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's about it. I don't think. Maybe I've played against it's, one more. It, it was that a very game where that lizard game. just danced on my droidicas, and I couldn't do anything about it. I still love me some <laughs> dobacks, even if they're not here yet. <laughs> So, all right. So, Tim, that's, we've been playing. What, what have you been playing? Uh, well, I've been playing a little bit. I was on vacation for a, a while, so I missed out on many a game, both online and real life. But I've, I'm still, I guess you can say I'm still in the Invader League uh, early stages. Uh, and by in it, I mean I am contractually mandated to play games in it. <laughs> yes. Um, but, spoiler alert, I'm 0-3, so I'm not really in it. Um, so you're the Cleveland Browns of the uh, Invader League. Yes, yes, yes. It's quite. That's so. where the stab cast usually kind of lies. That's true. Listen, sometimes my Baker Mayfield shows up, and I can really just throw it in there, and you're like, maybe he's got it. Maybe he's coming back. This is going to be his season. And then you're no. like, oh wait, no. 
it's it's the Browns. Um, <laughs> yeah. So very much so. so in, that's very apt I, description. I'm I'm curious. So in, between the Yavin based team league and the Invader League, um, what is your personal record, Tim? Oh, I don't know. I don't keep track. I just have fun. Because if I'm I keep pretty track, sure I'm, that means he hasn't won a game. If I keep track, I'll be set. No, no, no. Uh, actually, in last Invader, I did pretty good. Um, I think you won. You won that, two games in the league. Yeah, yeah I was. I was two and I think I was two and three in the first Invader I played, and it's similar in okay in uh, the Yavin base one. I think no, okay. Yavin base was a little bit worse. I think, but anyway, yeah, I've. I've Mostly lose, well, but I got I can get us some winning. <laughs> you know. I, I won two in the last. Yeah, I've been basically. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> didn't the two games you won in Yavin base, Ben? Didn't you guys just play Yahtzee? Wasn't it just like? Didn't you um, win the Droid v Droid games, which is essentially listen, Yahtzee? I chose the beefier Droid list, which allowed me to survive the hits <laughs> that came at my at me, to weather those hits. Leave Ben alone. He did fine. There we go. As, as the ex team captain, who probably will never get that title again. <laughs> so, yeah. So Tim, when I pass, it will not be like Boromir. I will not follow you anywhere, my brother, my captain. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You are uh, Faramir. There are days I wish you had gone first. <laughs> so I played against uh, his name on Discord is Nashay, but I believe that's Nima. Um, mm. I could be wrong. Because uh, when he came up on people. the TTS, it came up as Nima, so I could be wrong. But officially, Nash J. Uh, but anyway, he—it was an interesting game. He was trying something new. I was trying something new for me. I finally, you know, we've talked about it on the show before. Um, I finally got a chance to try Operative Vader, which we'll get into okay. in a moment. It was interesting. Um, and then he was trying something a little bit different, where he had Leia Sabine triple tauntauns. Um, okay. Okay. Two snipers, no Z6s whatsoever, and then some. he had some recon intels on a couple of folks. Um, so, uh, interesting list. And I had on my end, I had Operative Vader, Krennic, three Shores, which, again, I'll discuss that in a moment, two DLT Stormtroopers, only one Mortar, and then two Snipers. Okay. Um, which I, I've, I like both those lists. Yeah, I, I've got to ask. Did he have no Z sixes because he just wanted more rebel bodies? I don't. He had eleven activations. It was ten versus eleven. Um, okay. Yeah, triple triple mm-hmm. tauntaun for rebels so gets so real expensive. Yeah, real I think it was just points trimming, and that's where he wanted he wanted the bodies with the okay. tauntauns, which worked out well for him, honestly. Because if he hadn't done that, he would have lost probably. But it, anyway, uh, he did did real good with it. Um, well, I also like your list, Tim. I really do. Yeah. Um, well, we can talk about that now. So, I and I talked to him about this after the game, um, and we had a good discussion about the shore. I guess you could say shore meta. The shore. I wouldn't say so much meta, but like the obsession with shore troopers, and I, I think they're really good. I think they're. I think great. they're strong. Yeah, I think they're really strong. I don't agree with the one for one with mortars. No. Simply because yeah. that takes up a trooper slot, and mm-hmm. that is so crucial. And every game I've played where I, if I try and do double mortar, double shore, even if my mortars don't die, which normally my mortars live, but all they do is shoot three white dice once a round, and and that's it. They can't claim objectives. I mean, unless it's key positions, but still, like they're just not right. useful enough to me to take up that tactical 
SWAT that I just need that fill of troopers because especially yeah. when you're playing against Tauntauns, they're going to get shredded. And so you need all the bodies you can get. Um, a DLT stormtrooper is hard to replace. Right. Well, and, mm. but again, a shore trooper, the nice thing with shore troopers, and again, we've talked about this before, is that with their expensive extra long distance gun guy at range three, you're still throwing five dice, three of which are black dice, which right. is, and crit one. It's not bad. Right. <laughs> not bad at all. So even when you get reduced down to that, they're still really scary. And you can still... My goodness, I actually think I... I don't know if I wiped a squad, but I came real close to wiping a squad with a guy that was down to bare bones. So uh, they can still do damage, uh, which is nice. But anyway, so I'm really on this camp of more shores, less mortars. Sure. Men over mortars. Looking at the shore troopers with the heavy weapons, just those two is 84 points for five models. Yeah. Well, a DLT mm-hmm. storm is sixty-eight. Is it worth? Yes. That that it's worth the the fourteen point upcharge. Yes. Or yes. No, excuse me. Gosh. Yeah, fourteen points. Um, yes. Uh, okay. I, I think so because again, when you're getting down to it, I I think the math works out a little bit better. Um, I I think they're better, but again, that's not me dissing DLT storms either. I, no. I love, no. I love them. Um, but yeah, so three shores, two DLTs was a really nice... And it's nice to have a mortar in there, if nothing else, for suppression. It's nice. I'm not against it. Um, is the is the mortar worth it if you're not playing a suppression list? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. The, I the think so. only The only list that I've really had troubles with mortars is when it was like double mortar, double death trooper. And yeah. it was just like all... And boss, like all the suppressive weapons See, everywhere. you say that... I think you're the only person I've ever heard say that kind of thing. Mortars are always there. They're always something you have to think about because they're still going to be dealing out enough suppression to at least slow you down and at least make you think about things. Um, I don't think you have okay. to build a suppression list just to run mortars. Um, and again, crit one on them works out really well. Um, sure. Especially sure. if you if you can fire support them, then you're getting crit two with those shores, which is pretty sweet. But anyway... And then Operative Vader. So playing Darkness Descends, which was probably my more interesting thing, it was really intriguing having a 11 activation list versus a 10 activation list, mine being the 10 activation, but Vader still goes last. So it's almost yeah. like, it, for deployment reasons, it doesn't matter that he had more activations, which I liked. I liked that I could go under and still go last with my my arguably most important de- uh, deployment. That, sure. that is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a really cool thing that I didn't even realize until so we started putting troopers down. I was like, oh, he goes last, last. Like, not just last for me, mm-hmm. but he's the last unit placed, um, which is kind of cool. It's kind of cool workaround for some other, some other things. More tactical and smarter people than me could could figure out how to work that around. Um, he had a lot of recon intel, like I said, and so... Did that cause a problem for Darkness Descends? It did. Um, it wasn't crippling by any means, but it definitely made me less efficient than I would have liked to have been. And it made me put Vader okay. where I didn't necessarily want him, but I mean, I had to put him where I could. And so he wasn't in my sure. deployment, but he wasn't as like far forward as I would have liked him to be. Um, but it, it still worked out. Uh, oh, and also Vader, I should note, had Overwatch on him, which I okay. I I didn't super use it. But the threat of it, I think, was really interesting because he he saw it immediately and commented on it. And so he knew at any time I could do standby and then trigger that and then do all kinds of goofy things with that. Um, 
And so I, I, I like it a lot. I think I know it's it's hard to give up that one red die, but having that ability to to put Vader on standby and his trigger at range three. I know he can't attack at range three, but still lets him do his old tricks and stuff. Yeah, get a, get um, a move in. Yeah, hmm. that, that's interesting. That, yeah. That, so yeah, let's let's unpack that for a second. Yeah, yeah I yeah I'm, I was thinking, huh? Yeah. So will you use I, it to retreat backwards? Uh, I I didn't, but I used again. He had Tauntaun, so his Tauntauns were coming in, and there's at one point where I had a decision to make of do I put Vader on standby, or do I not? Now the only reason why I didn't was because he had already gone a, a few units ahead and already put some of his guys on standby, and basically Vader would have been walking into a meat grinder uh, for that turn. Sure. So it wasn't beneficial that turn to do it. But it was a really nice tactical option to have to know I didn't have to push Vader if I didn't want to. Because I could put him in that situation to where he's... It's almost like priming the pump. Like, the pump is primed, it's ready to go, but I don't have to do it. I can step away and say, hey, you know what? You trigger him if you want to. Sure. How much does that build lose against Imperialists? Against a list with more range four options oh, that yeah. can still yeah. play around that. Like obviously in the Invader League you know you're playing against a rebel, right. rebel uh, list. Yeah, it's definitely something I brought because I knew I was playing rebels and I figured I'd be playing okay. Tauntauns. Uh, safe bet. Um so Yeah, no, that's yeah. a safe bet. Yeah. I'm the only Imperial player in my entire group. So uh, okay. that's neat. So I knew I'm always yeah. gonna be playing against Rebels. Um which is very sad, but it's the way it goes. Um yeah, it's different. It's different. Why it's not endurance? I'm just asking questions. I'm not saying uh, you're wrong. I just love that card. No, that's a great question. Um, and I did go back and forth with endurance on there. He didn't really mind the suppression that much. Um, it was never an issue. So I don't. I think that was a, the right call as far as not bringing that. Uh, he actually always liked a little bit of suppression. Again, it was a situation where my opponent had to be really careful about: Do I shoot Vader with just a shot to take a shot at him? But that's going to give right. you suppression and probably not do any damage. Um, and the other nice thing, it shouldn't be understated, is with Darkness Descends, is those two surge tokens. That's pretty sweet, too. Oh, on, on turn one, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah no, that's, that's fair. That's really good. And especially, again, with that extra standby, if I wanted to give him a standby, which I didn't, but if, if I had, um, it was a cool workaround for that. Um, yeah, I, I just, I just think, did you never... With spur being an ability to take on suppression yourself, did mm-hmm. you ever not spur when you otherwise might have wanted to because of the fear of losing an action? I spurred once. Okay. And then the tauntauns were there. Okay. Once again, yeah, I guess I guess <laughs> I you know you're playing tauntauns, yeah. Yeah, I spurred once and I never had to again. So that's why I didn't because cause I knew that was going to be the case. Unless something crazy happened, I knew that was going to be the case. So I was like, well, I'm not worried about suppression. Um, so he, did you get the turn me. one attack off with Vader? Like hmm? because of because of placement? Did you get the turn one attack off on Vader? Did I get to attack turn one? Um, I'm trying to re- recall. I think... No. I don't think so. I don't think they quite got there in time. Maybe I did. Honestly, that's probably a good thing for Vader because if yeah, Vader can yeah. attack, that means he's way too close to everyone. Yeah, I was going to say, no, I didn't because I remember I got shot. But again, I, he actually rolled really well that turn, so I didn't I didn't have to worry about um, using my surge tokens. But no, turn one, I got shot. And then maybe it might have been at the end of turn one, I might have gotten a hit off. I'm not sure. Um, but he did really good, even Operative Vader. Let's talk about that for a minute. 
Operative Vader did really good holding his own against those Tauntauns. Great counter to him because you have to. I mean, you have to pay attention to Vader. It's Vader, mm-hmm. and since right. he's forward deployed a little bit, he's there. He's in your line, um, and he he closed in around Vader a little bit, which set me up really good for turn two, Master of Evil, which worked out really well. I think I hit like sure six. I think I hit six, five or six units with it, which is really good. All three of his Tauntauns got hit with it. Which is really cool. effective. Um, one of his Tauntauns actually panicked, and we discussed this. We didn't realize it when I did it, but the way the map was set up, when we looked at it from the angle of trying to figure out what was closest board edge, there was actually like a step up, because my guys were up on a cliff, and there was actually a step up onto the cliff, and so technically, legally, he had to retreat up the cliff and right into the middle of all my guys. Um, and so he displaced a whole bunch of my guys, which is really funny. Um it wasn't his. It wasn't either of our intentions. It just happened that way. Um, but and the gross thing with that is that they have to reposition if it makes it a better thing for them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. Um, uh, so yeah, so that he did that. Um, Vader held his own. I will say, Operative Vader. I'm not sold on him simply because you miss that extra red die, and mm-hmm. you more than that, you miss those two extra hit points. Because turn three, his Tauntauns have been taking quite a beating. They're down, I think he's down one. One unit is down to one model. Uh, the other one is down to two models, but one's like got three damage on him or something like that. So they're hurting. They're hurting bad and doing good. And my, my trooper's right behind Vader, so they're doing good. Short troopers are doing their thing. I am placable turn three. Get some good hits off, kill another Tauntaun. I'm still in melee, so I'm still protected. I was hoping to kill one more, do a little bit more damage, but I just couldn't punch through. Vader gets hit, and he goes down by one hit. And he already been medbotted once. I had a medbot with me, by the way. Goes down. He dies, and then the next token I pull, of course, is the implacable redistributed mm-hmm. token. And my opponent, bless his heart, was even like, "You don't have, you don't have an operative. Where's your operative?" And then, like as he was saying, he wasn't salt, being salt, mean. Salt. No, he wasn't being mean at all. He was like, "Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> it's like it's oh, okay." Oh. Um, and it was a case in point where that one extra hit, or those two extra hit points rather really would have like I don't know if it would have swung the game for a reason I'm about to explain, but. Uh, Versus Tauntauns, I would have been able to probably wipe sure. the Tauntauns. The beauty of having Vader and the way this list was set up, I wasn't super scared of them, and they were really efficient distraction. But they didn't do... They killed Vader, but they died killing Vader. The The problem, again, was the distraction factor. So I couldn't get past them. So we played Recover the Supplies. I couldn't move fast enough to get the boxes away from him. So his Tauntauns came in, held the front line... With a couple, right. I think he had a trooper or two that were up there too, and then Leia and another trooper grabbed the boxes and ran, and that was yeah. I couldn't. And it became a factor of I have the firepower. At the end of the game, I think we stopped around four. I had enough firepower to kill him. I had the bodies. I just didn't have the speed. I couldn't catch him, and there was just no way. And then on the other side of the map, it should be. I mean, Sabine did Sabine things. He he deployed her kind of by herself, and she mm-hmm. very heroically, quote unquote. Um, took on a sniper unit and man she punched that sniper unit in the face and he punched her back and they went back and forth and that was pretty much Sabine's game she she wrestled with a stout trooper for the entire game and that's it was it was it dark saber sabine no so, <laughs> but but she got a box out of it so yeah she she got the box so she did her job so it's just a matter of i just didn't I didn't have the speed to take him down. Um, sure, but it was it was really interesting. No. 
really, really interesting. I mean, that's the, that's the one edge us rebels get is is we tend to be a little more sprightly. Well, and it was it was curious to had things worked out a little bit different dice wise, which I'm not at all blaming dice. It, it worked out just fine mathematically speaking. Um, but if I just got swung a little bit better i thought about doing vader's might because he he factored in the fact that i had force push on vader he forgot Mm -hmm. about vader's might and so i could have i could have pushed both tauntauns off of me and shot both of them because i had a unit of short troopers and the dlt right there to shoot them that's all Um, okay so it would have been that's where vader's might comes into play of having a double push (laughs) yeah double push that sounds awesome pretty good again it didn't work out that way but it was definitely i had it in my digital hand ready to go and i said no not yeah not the time but yeah, it was good. That's a, a really long, one of my longer battle reports, but is a lot of new things. Sure, no, it, it's, 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 yeah, it's new stuff. And yeah. Is Implacable an auto-occlude on Op Vader? No. For me, my play style, probably yes, but I can definitely understand people not taking it. Okay. I can definitely understand people not taking it. Did you take both of Vader's one pips? Most of his other one pips. I can't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because Vader's might, yeah. In my actual play with Vader's commander, I had stopped using Implacable. Because I always found that I was always that one hit point shy, mm. and I didn't know if it was worthwhile. Or I played Implacable to get the one pip, right? And then was like, I'm not going to do it. Right. And then, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think if you have a medbot, he's an auto include. If you don't have a medbot, then no. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can I can dig that because you got to get that health back. You need that health. Whether you're operative yeah. or leader Vader, you need that health back. But especially operative. Do you still play operative Vader? Is is a royal guard possible? Something to include there? Uh, I've toyed just with to that. keep hits off of him. I've toyed with yeah. it. I, I think it's possible. I don't know if it's effective, but it's possible. <laughs> I think I still prefer Commander Vader, but Darkness Descends is a lot of fun. Like getting him up there already. Again, sure. I had to spur once, and that was it. Um, which, like you said, Ryan, it's against a Rebel list. Against an Imperial list, be a very different game, and it'd probably bring a different list, but. Um, but I'll also probably be able to do Darkness Descends in a different way unless he had more recon you, intel. You go behind something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you, you deploy behind, like, a line of sight blocker. Did you have any fear, speaking of Vader, uh, because he now actually has a suppression value? Did that factor in much? No, because, again, he was in melee and by the end of round one. He was good. He but, gets like, shot he, at very often. So. No, he, he cleared his suppression, I think. I think the end of round one, he was out of melee, but then start of round two, he got into it. But like, he, yeah. he had some suppression... Um, strict orders is it and it was fine it was never a big yeah. deal it was actually three, only uh, beneficial never hurtful three bravery characters are really hard to, to make them lose actions I'll, yeah. Luke will maybe lose an action a game due to suppression right um, well, I can see the urge to spur more often if you're further back than you want to be right sure. yeah and again it, it's because I played Tauntauns I didn't have to worry about that quite as much um, about the suppression game yeah yeah. yeah, but it was it was interesting. It was definitely an interesting game. I, I'm glad I played it. Um, I don't I don't think I'm going to stick with Operative Vader unless it, the list demands it point wise. But very intriguing. The command cards are more interesting to me than Vader himself. But yeah, okay, that's fair. I didn't take any pictures though. Sorry. Actually, I did, but I'm not going to share any picture of a digital surface. Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes they yeah. have really great battle maps. Um, well, speaking of our photos that Tim did not share, take a look at our Instagram where I will be posting models right before this episode probably drops of some works in progress that I'm working on. Uh, will is currently finishing up my last bit of droids. He asked me for what the paint stripe color is going to be. So check those out on our Instagram at SWStabcast. Be sure to check us out also on the Facebook, uh, on the Twitter. Rate us on iTunes. Uh, that's how we come back up in the rankings and the list. That's how you can find out that we are the fifth or sixth most liked podcast in all of Legion. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's, it's, we're there. Hooray. 
Uh, There's only also, four of us. War right. Corgi does mostly YouTube videos, so we don't count him in these things. Right. Awesome. Um, <laughs> wow, that's well, hurtful. <laughs> hold on now. Hold on now. But we he are is a, a vid- content creator. That's he right. He's a video essayographer, but you don't normally download his things through iTunes, so it's fine. Oh, you don't know my life. Uh, listen, I watch, I watch War Corgi. I'm not putting the man down. <laughs> I'm not. <It's> like <laughs> um, we're also on the Discord, and by, by we, I mean me. Um, yep. And hey, so, I'm currently on the Discord right now. I sent you a message. Yes, we're t- that's because we're talking on Discord. That's not fair. But we are on the Discord. We're at Stab, whatever your name you wanted. So it would be Stabcast Tim, Stabcast Ben, Stabcast Ryan, um, not Stabcast Wheel. Uh, I think he might have changed his name on, on there now. But uh, I don't know. We're on there. I try to stream games a lot. Uh, sometimes I don't win. Like I said, I've been away for a lot, so I... I, I've definitely slacked off on my streaming schedule. I was really keeping with it a lot for the Team League and for Invader League. I really have not streamed. I think I've streamed maybe one game, um, if that. So, But there's a lot of streamers that are doing all kinds of different games and casts and stuff. Especially at this stage in Invader League, you can be yeah. catching Legion almost all the time. So just be popping in and seeing who's streaming what. And I will try my best to keep up with that as well. If you want to support our show more directly, you can check out our shirt shop at teespring.com slash stores slash stabcast. Also have a Gmail account if you want to drop us a line uh, at swstabcast at gmail.com. Send us, uh, guys, you guys have been really quiet. Send us some info about where you play. Give us some photos of your local play stores to put on our Instagram and, uh, and communicate with us. We're always looking for show topics instead of just kind of reading the news feed or whatever thing me or Tim wants to rant about that Ben wants to attempt to moderate. I, um, I try. I do what I can. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if there's something specific you want to hear, definitely let us know. So, speaking of all the practice that Ryan was getting in, it's because he's going someplace. You know, it's a silly place. But, Ryan, where are you going? We're going to go to Warfare Weekend in oh, St. Louis. I've actually never been to St. Louis, so I will, just like I, all the rest of my travels, I want you to throw to your dice underneath the, the arch. Throw your dice under the arch. Play a Legion game under the arch, and that's it. That's all you need to do. If I get a chance, I will. Does, would right. it give heavy cover? Or is it more of a line of sight blocker? <laughs> it really depends on which side of it you're on. Uh, it's um, and cover. then while you're there, can you take some Tauntauns and throw them in the river? <laughs> yes, that's right. I mean, the river is right next to the arch. It's right there. Just sploosh, just drop them in. <laughs> so I like St. Louis. Ryan will only ever see the convention center. It's and he'll see it as he drives away. So, but there's yep. actually really nice things to do there. It's, it's a neat city. Uh, so I'm gonna yeah. Warfare Weekend should be fun. Uh, it's the second of three, maybe four grand championships. I'm not sure if the uh, at least in the states. If the last chance qualifier will technically be a, a grand championship or not. So, yeah, we're hoping to punch our ticket again, I guess. It'll be fun. There's going to be some cool people there, and I, I can't wait to, to meet a bunch of people that I haven't met. There's technically grand championships, and then there's things we just call championships. And, we, you know, FFG likes to change the name every six months, so it's fine. Yep, they do. That's right. You can come to the Knoxville Grade A Prime Championship. Grade A. Only the finest quality beef. That's right. Only the finest quality. <laughs> USDA. <laughs> That'll be January the 11th. It's like an RPQ, but it's not one. And you can still get a world's invite. So, you know, that's still possible for the March 2020. Uh, we have not had the great debate yet of who is TOing that event. Uh, I assume Ben will wrestle it from my hands again. Me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No one show up to this that's event. Right. <laughs> that's right. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. Tim, Tim knows how to organize a party. He does. I, I could. I could. He may be, not invite you to it, but he's going to organize it. <laughs> it'd be an automatic <laughs> drinking at this Legion event, but that's fine. For a, store, for a dry store, it'd be odd, but that's fine. Every, every instance of the Pierce keyword in your list is just 10 extra points. That's right. I'm going to bring, you know, kind of like Will made the joke about me last time I, with a label maker. I'm going to bring a label maker that's just going to have blank label. I'm just going to cross out Pierce on all of your lists. That's fine. <laughs> Um, it would be delightful. So, but that happens in January. Tim, where are you going in February? No, this is also January. Also January. Oh, it's also January. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's also January. Yeah, yeah. January's gonna busy. be fun. Yeah, uh, we're going. Ryan and I are going to LVO in Vegas. It'll be quite fun. Yeah, uh, I will eventually yeah. book a hotel, and we will be there. It's. I, I look forward to losing and then going around Vegas and then popping back in occasionally and seeing how everyone else is doing. But it's going to be huge. Um, I forget what the mm-hmm. total number is at right now, but it's a quite a large yeah, event. They've expanded like twice. It's yeah. A, yeah. It's going to be a, a, not only a big event, it's going to be a fun event. I, I think everybody's yeah. looking forward to it and it's got quite a reputation for being a blast. T- Tim, can you get Ryan out of the convention center so he can see Vegas? Uh, I don't know. And I don't know if, if I'm allowed to bring some of the <clears throat> entertainment in from the streets onto into the convention center. But if I can, I will. So that's fine. And I'll just I'll parade. I'll just have a parade going around the Legion tables. But look at this. <laughs> look at this. Distraction. Just, just go... Just go collect those little cards from those guys on the corner of Vegas. You, you always have cards. You just right. give them to Ryan. Like, here's your trading card. Here's your That's trading right. card. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> These aren't the it, promos I signed up for. They're not the promos you signed up for. I'm just, I'm just going to come into the to the convention center every couple hours more and more broke and more and more destitute. <laughs> Ryan, hey, man, can I just can I just borrow a – you got a couple of those those tokens or something? I could I could pretend they're lottery <laughs> chips or, 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 or poker chips or something. Or just come on, come on, man. Just let me in. Let me do it. Sir, this is not a poker chip for our casino. This is definitely a command token. <laughs> they don't know what command tokens are. They're fine. Well, I go to cash it in. But like, what's that? That's an operative token. That's worth $5,000. Thank you. <laughs> so that is LVO. That's happening at the end of January, start of the February. And that just leads us into the greatest bit of gaming for us, which is Adepticon happening yep. in March at the end. Favorite convention of the year. I love me some Gen Con. I do love me some Gen Con, but I also in Adepticon is, is just it's just different. I mean, one yeah. you don't have the press of flesh. I mean, there's still fifteen thousand people there, uh, but they are really there to game, and that is what they are up to. Mm-hmm. And everything else is is, is Adepticon really that big? Is it fifteen thousand people? I'm pretty sure it was fifteen. Maybe I may have done some math wrong. I will go double check I'm that pretty, number. Yeah, I'm pretty but, sure that's not right, but that's okay. I think it's it's still a lot of people. It's still a great convention, but it's the convention that I don't get judged for for going and just playing the competitive events and not leaving. Like Gen Con, when well, when I do that, people say you're weird and you're missing out on the Gen Con experience. At, at Depticon, that's fine. We can, <laughs> we can just sit there and play the tournaments, and no one judges you. I have not I have not been to Adepticon yet. Maybe this year, probably not, but maybe this year. Oh yeah, sorry, I'm way off. Sorry. Yeah, um, I figured it's like probably fifteen hundred. Uh, no, it's it's nearly four thousand. Okay. Well, I hang on, I will say that one of the great events that uh, Will and I had at Adepticon two Adepticons ago was actually leaving Adepticon to go with Scott to go buy a model in Chicago because Scott had left something at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, Adepticon, it's going to be good. It's the end of March is lots of fun. If you've not made plans for it, you definitely should. So, uh, so the news is this? Is this the time to talk about the news? 
This is where we normally talk about the news. The news. The news. Right. Uh, yeah, there's uh, no no news. There's, no, there's news. no news still. No news. Nope. There's 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 no dobacks. All right, that that's the yeah. news. That's right. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it has been a really slow news cycle since uh, Gen Con. We've had a few tidbits. Um, but yeah, it's it seems like Star Wars Legion news is like feast or famine. Uh, we either get all the things and none of the things. Now, granted, because we got this article a couple weeks ago, that probably means we'll miss two news articles in the time between we record this and we release oh, this. Yeah, they'll release something on Tuesday of next week and we'll yeah. release on yeah. Wednesday. Oh, yeah. It yeah. is the nature of our beast. Uh, but but yeah, we got we got specialists. Specialists are neat. Um, so uh, rebel rebel trooper specialists, stormtrooper specialists, and and then we got their captains spoiled. So I think we had an article earlier in the year that showed the two new weapons that each faction is getting. But now we've got what the the non heavy weapon options are. Yeah, and they are pretty. Uh, they're pretty. They're pretty cool. So let's. I actually want to start first with the with the specialist. Uh, they both give a gear slot. They add a model, and they have a free action that gives a dodge token for the rebel specialist and aim token for the imperial specialist. And then they also gain a. Both of them gain a surge token. It's a free action, but it is tappable. Wait, uh, wait, four- no, it's it's aim token or surge token. Oh, it's, oh, it is an or. An You're or. right. Yes. I can't why, read. It's why I put the photo in the notes. Yes, it's true. I'm looking the, at the, the one. Photo. The rebel photo is just the one I'm looking at. Somehow got really big. It's still got the word or on see it. The, <laughs> yeah, the word so, or is del- still there. <laughs> You're right. Um, so yeah, you can get you screenshot. get a dodge or a surge token or a do- or a aim or a surge token for the Imperials. Uh, there are a four point upcharge from the standard body. Yep. Uh, for your rebel, your rebel troopers yep. or your. Stormtroopers, what are we? What are we thinking? I think I like them. Uh, I think having that extra little free action is nice. Like you said, it's tappable, so you got to tap it. But I mean, you still get an extra body in there, plus that mm-hmm. extra action, plus the the upgrade slot is neat too. Um, I don't know if I'll use it, but it's neat. The upgrade slot feels strange. Yeah, I, I would have paid fifteen points for the ability without the upgrade slot. Oh, so okay. I'm perfectly fine also getting <laughs> the upgrade slot. That's fair. I, I, um, and mostly because I am a Veers player, mm-hmm. and so yes. being able to refresh that with Veers' 3-pip yep. is fantastic. Yep. As a Veers man, when I see oh. they're tappable, I'm like, oh, that's no big deal. That's fine. We'll, and no big deal. We got I, we'll get to we'll definitely get think the Stormtrooper, for that very reason, is, at least right now, stronger than the Rebel variety. Sure. But the flip side of that is I also think the Rebel Dodge token, at least depending on when that unit activates, is more impactful than the... Because the nimble than the. Uh, than I was going to say, yeah. The nice thing the you get to keep that token when you spend it. We can't keep our token. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the the thing I really want to actually try out is putting just one of these guys in a list, and burning it uh, on a turn where I run covering fire. Mm. So he can get a dodge token himself, shoot, and then give a buddy a dodge token and start that train. Because usually that train. Uh, has a bit of a false start because the guy who shoots doesn't have a dodge token himself, and so then he's the one who gets right up. But uh, you no longer like with the double gear slot, you no longer have to make the choice if you're going to go gear heavy uh, between recon intel and environmental gear for five points. Yeah. You can get scout one I, and unhindered, I, and I do love that. And now, granted, you're at 19 points. Yeah, I mean, or 20 yeah. points. But I I still like it for 20 points more. I'd do it. Yeah. I could I could also see you throwing this guy if 
I go back to my style that I played last year where I wasn't running a ton of Z6s. Um, and I could just go for a more defensive, consistent, but slightly cheaper Rebel Trooper to where I'm getting them to stay on the board maybe a little bit longer, but they're not dealing as much damage. Uh, it, it's it's an interesting, interesting upgrade from, from the Rebel side. And I think it's cool for the Imperial side. I think for the Imperials to really work, though, I think targeting scopes needs to take another point hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wrong. And and I'm and maybe that's what they're trying to push us towards is oh look, you could add targeting scopes. You get all the precise, but So yeah, if you could roll a stormtrooper out, a specialist out with recon intel and a targeting scope. You, um, you can't have recon intel twice, right? No, you no, cannot. You cannot. Okay. <laughs> you can only take each upgrade once. Never had to ask so that question take- before. <laughs> I'm wondering sometimes, do I take the surge token for the the defense? Yeah, I thought about that. As a stormtrooper, yeah, I thought about I that see it. real hard. Especially if, especially if, like you said, if you're a Veers player, if you're getting an aim from somewhere else, yeah, there yeah. You go. yeah, yeah. I I think I think the rebel card doesn't need to say or surge token. I don't think. We I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it is a big deal for the stormtrooper though. Yeah, it is a big deal for them. I mean. Mostly because your rebel troopers are already surgy on defensive. I mean, at least he gives them the surge to offense at once. I mean, yeah, that's if you roll it. Um, that's if you roll it. I mean, okay, so we're feeling like kind of, kind of meh on these guys. Uh, I wouldn't say meh. I, I'd just say unsure. Unsure. I I like the idea of going double for cheap, you know, uh, upgrades or cheap, cheap yeah. gear. I do yeah, yeah, like yeah. that idea, and mm-hmm. I do think you make targeting scopes. What do you say in our last podcast? I say three. If I said you brought it down to three points, I, yeah. I would yeah. definitely do that in either recon or that in environmental gear. Mm-hmm. In a heartbeat, I'd do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also think it depends on, on where maps go. Um, I don't see a lot of area difficult terrain, nope. which is something I think we need to see more of on tables. Yes. And we've been banging um, the drum on that in the, on this podcast since nearly day one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but tables have definitely changed, and, I, and it's such a... It's such an interesting concept because the player, it's so player driven on what tables look like. It's not FFG can't give us a decree and say tables have to look like this. Right. Uh, it's up to what we decide to play. And I mean, I, those flavors will come in and out of in and out of vogue. Um, I still think it's safe to say nobody is taking uh, the grappling hooks, though. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. I saw a list not that long ago that had grappling hooks. And guess what? They were never used. Yeah, <laughs> what, was it enemy of the podcast? Because that sounds like something no. It was do. some. It was someone online. <laughs> I saw it. I'm like, oh, everyone's like, oh, neat. That's those are points you can spend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's something you can do. All right. So, so moving on from the the specialists, we've also got some capitans. Um, and I like this one more. I think for both of them, in part because you're getting that that ability upgrade. I don't, and we'll talk about that. This, this will be a fun discussion. So here, here's why. The training slot upgrade... Yeah, it gives you a training slot, and then it gives you a, a leader model, which I don't think that matters. No. It's the same point cost. And then, Ben, what can you tap it to do? When you activate, you cannot remove suppression tokens or be suppressed during this activation. It's interesting. It is that one place where you're like, okay, Jin's going to do a thing. Like you, know, it, you remember the Jin's ability where you can basically, I'll do whatever I want this turn. Next mm-hmm. turn, we're going to pay for it. But this turn... Right. Let us complete the things. Does that mean you even skip your rally step or roll dice, but they don't do anything during your rally step because it's when you activate? Yeah. Now, I do have a question of when do I tap this card? I think it's as soon as you put your face up 
or your token next to the unit or nominate that unit to be the next active unit. I think so too. Beca because that's when you activate a unit and then you rally it. Um, so it's not like you can wait and see the result of the rally roll and then choose to tap it, which is very interesting. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if I can't be suppressed, I'm assuming that means I can't be panicked either. I would say you can. Doesn't say that. Yeah. So I would say you can. Because there's a difference between suppressed and panic. So that's and that's kind of where it gets interesting. But I think the reason you think it's cool is the same reason I think it's not. I have a Gen three pip that does this. Oh, see, I actually, I mean, that's cool, and I like it for that one moment when I need it. No, for me, it's actually the um, the other upgrade. The, it's the, the training. Um, the, oh, the, the training. The training slot. The, it's the training slot. You can do some cool things with a training slot. I'm not personally a huge fan of paying points to pay points. So I'm paying f four extra points for a training slot, which I have to pay points to put a training on. Now there's a couple, there's going to be a couple key units where you can put this. Um, don't get me wrong. I think stormtroopers with overwatch are going to be sick. What are, what trainings are y'all looking forward to, to putting on offensive push? Yeah. Offensive okay. push is quite good. Four to that points. One. I move, get an aim and then I shoot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I love that thing. Yeah. So for, for eight points, you move and get an aim. Yeah. Right. Which is okay. worthwhile for them because they're white dice and they are precise. I mean, it gives mm -hmm. you a better reroll, gives you action economy. I mean, really, I, I like it. I really That's do. Fair. Oh, yeah. I guess I, I, haven't, I haven't thought about offensive push because it's not out yet. Um, I tend to not eval things because I'm not, I'm not playing the TTS all that often. So. Oh, no. This, that was in the article. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but yeah, I look at these things in a vacuum, and I probably shouldn't. You're probably the smarter player for, for looking at that. Um, and I, I'm sure there's going to be a defensive version of that as well, I think, but I just don't know what that's going to look like. But. I mean, I'm imagining it'll probably just be a dodge token, which the Rebel players will think is sick. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Here's, here's the one problem I have with this, this Rebel Trooper Captain, and maybe the FFG will remedy it, maybe they won't. That first line of text, Rebel Trooper only. Mm-hmm. I was thinking I would love to have this guy on a stormtrooper or snowtrooper on a yeah. on a fleet trooper. Uh, these guys would be bonkers. Can you imagine <laughs> this on a snowtrooper? Like a oh, my oh yeah, gosh. Uh, having offensive push on a snowtrooper would be great. Oh absolutely! Uh, yeah. I move, grab this. I move again. Now I have two, and then I shoot because you know. Oh, and that's probably why you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, or or just the sto the snowtrooper's ability to not be suppressed. Right. Because that's when snowtroopers start to be less great is just as long as they've got some suppression tokens on them. So I think I think they're cool cards. I kind of wish they were in other places and not just my rebel troopers, but I 100% like, I get it. I 100% get it. I, I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. But I will say what I really like, and it's something you can't visually see on a podcast, I love the models for this, for both oh, sides. Oh, the models are great. Yeah. The models cool. are fantastic. I mean, the the stormtrooper captain looks like he's just casually hanging out there. Like he's got, it's an interesting, very placid pose from what you normally get from a stormtrooper. Yep. Like he's got like a model pose right there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. then you're getting the Athorian. I mean, which Tim and I both love in Athorian. Oh, that, um, that Athorian shotgun is going to be so good. Bellow. Yeah, that makes me want to play, <laughs> yeah. play as a rebel for a moment. Almost. It's a scatter blaster. Kata. It's, it's awesome. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Are you talking about the captain? Um, Hold on. No, we're no. talking about the, the heavy weapon. I was going to say, because the captain's not an authority and you're racist. No, no he's no, an no. Ishitib. That's he's right. Ishitib. Yeah. 
Thank you very much. I can you can see that in the pictures. And yes, then, but I don't know if you knew. I you know maybe, maybe <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how well educated you are, how culturally sensitive you are. Look at look at Tim trying to low key lore check Ben. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not going to come back to bite you on Monday night at all. Tim. Yeah, it's not going right. to bite you at all, Tim. What's <laughs> Monday? <laughs> Aren't you guys playing a Star Trek RPG on Mondays? The, oh yeah. Every, Listen, every other Monday. It's quite hilarious to try and, and just shout out Star Trek things like, I do this. You can't do that, Tim. Why not? Because they're <laughs> at war with each other. Damn it. Okay. Let's try something else. Because the Federation doesn't murder people at whim, unlike the Rebels or the Empire. Yeah. So Stopping funny. Tim from being a murder hobo is going to be real. <laughs> <laughs> you made me head of security. It's why I hashtagged it, make Trek not wars, Tim. <laughs> Does not compute. Sorry. I'm super excited by those guys. I, yeah. yeah. I don't know. The specialists and the captains are cool. I could almost see now that I'm, I'm thinking about it, 20... I don't know that Hunter's worth 10 points, but sometimes you just really want a name token on that Z6. Yeah. And and being able to throw Hunter on there as you're... To, ch- to chew through some IRGs or some multi-wound units. Uh, Tauntauns. Looking at you, bud. I was going to say, um, yeah. You can just throw on against some Tauntauns. You'd be all right. So the Rebel Officer is 20 points, right? Or 19? Uh, 19. So is having one more courage value worth five more f- points? Yes. Because you don't, but you don't get the upgrade slot. Yes. Because of the Inspire uh, on, one? In, in certain places. It's not even the Inspire one. It's just the extra courage. Because um, those guys can go on fleets and they can go on snows. This is true. Um, I, I think in certain circumstances, and technically they're cheaper on fleets because they're more expensive. So it's... You know, the model cost is a little less. But since these are traded Rebel Trooper only, at that point, you're, I guess you're paying about the same cost to throw a Rebel Captain with, like, Endurance to get the same kind of Inspire on self and the extra pseudo-bravery. Um, the extra clear, anyway. It's not quite as good as just, as just flat-out extra bravery. But I don't know. They're, they're cool models. Um, I kind of don't like the active ability of the Captain just because I think it pulls a trick out of Jin's playbook and makes that less valuable because yeah. not everybody can have it. I can understand what you're saying there, though. Why she should have been an operative. <laughs> and Jin needed needed to be... like I feel, I feel like she's finally in a good place um, with her new point cost. I think she's, she's more manageable there. But now that you're going to start giving her abilities out to other places, I don't know. That's that's my only holdup. The captain I see being very handy when you have your suppression bubble still, your commander's still alive, so it's going to take four to panic you. But you do have the two two suppression tokens on you, and so you still get to do the double actions that you need. Yeah. Taking the point, moving the thing, doing this other thing. And 15 points plus an upgrade slot availability. Like I said, I'm going to put offensive push. I mean... I, Maybe it's something else, but offensive push is cheap for four points, and I'm yeah. likely going to want to move anyway. The action economy is worth it. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yes. great. It's hey, listen, black dice, man. We you get black dice with a red <laughs> die in there. All right. Bonk. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Love it. Stormtroopers are good in melee. I also think I also think Overwatch is going to be killer in that slot. That's also true. Um, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. Overwatch would go very well there. As we started with today's episode, um, talking about dice, Tim and I have had very odd occurrences of swinginess. We yep, have. Yes. I mean, oh, yeah. Lord knows. I've had games where I throw nothing but crits. Ryan has complained about that before. Or games <laughs> where I throw nothing. It, everything is blank. Yes. And I didn't realize there were that many blank spaces here. Yes. So recently at a, at a tournament, I had left my dice box at home. 
I didn't mean to. I repackaged something. I think it ended up in my X-Wing bag. I'm like, okay, let me see what I can do with this. I'll just use the Dice app. I downloaded it years ago so I could play the RPG with Ryan because Ryan didn't have a dining room table for sit around. So we just sat in his living room rolling dice on our phones and lying about it. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. so- <laughs> yep, that's what y'all did. Yes, we definitely got two successes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Double triumph, wow. <laughs> Look at, huh, I only rolled green dice, but there they were. That's, that's uh, right. <laughs> Weird. That's a meta so, joke that maybe two people are going to get. Right. But it's fine. You, you people get it and we love you for it. That's right. Um, so I played with the dice app. Uh, Will was starting to play with the dice app. And I think we need to have a conversation about it. Because I'll be honest with you, I think I'm going to use the dice app from here on out. So I'm also, I like using the app. And before we even get to like the numbers of it, aesthetically speaking, I like rolling real dice better. Yes. But I know, right. We'll give you your platform in a moment, but <laughs> I don't like using the dice app on my phone because it's too small, but I do love having an iPad, which I do and using it on there because it's nice and big, like a dice tray. Really? It's about dice tray size. Give or take a little bit bigger. And so it's easy to roll. If your opponent wants to use it, it's easy just to flip it around and let them use it. That's fine. And it's just right there, easy to see. Wham, bam. It's quick. You don't have to, you know, oh, am I, am I reading that symbol? Like, boom. Just, it makes it go a lot quicker. And you can't get... If you're having trouble reading symbols, get, Tim, we have to have a different conversation. Thank you. You you can't get mad at the Dice app. Like, it's it's fair. Ben and I joked about this last night. If if Harvey Dent was a real person and Two Face was real, he would use the Dice app because it's <laughs> fair. And I said, if there's some kind of way you can just work up a Halloween costume that somehow involves Two Face and the Dice app, like I don't know how. That's a really obscure <laughs> reference, kind of like <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. I'm gonna wear that to Gen Con one year and see if anybody gets it. I don't think they will. Be very nope. impressed, but it's fair. It's, it's fair. It's- and we've joked about this before. We know that the tolerance and and the actual manufacture of the dice is not great. It's not yep. Vegas quality. Our, our you know, um, Alex Davies has said that on podcast. Right, right. And so, and so I do know that I have got some defense dice that are bad. Well, like I have traded out dice. I mean, I've rolled dice on my own table. I haven't salt tested them, but we joked about right. doing that one day. Yeah. We'll, but we'll I know in X Wing, I had. Green dice that were bad. Yeah, I could not get a, a focus mm-hmm. or a if I'd wanted well, to. And and here's the other thing too. On the psychological level, it's even if they are statistically okay, it's just there's always that seed of doubt in the back of your mind of like, but what if they're not? But what if what my if dice are bad? Whereas you can't do that with a dice app. It's like nope. Yes, there's yes, no, you can. No, you can't. No. What are you going to argue? But what you, if no, no, no. what if the algorithms are wrong? The dice. Well, not there's you can a computer by itself cannot randomly generate a number. It has to have parameters on which it on how it selects and oscillates. I'm not things. going. To, I'm not true. going into that conversation. You're wrong. The dice no, set is even. <laughs> <laughs> it it approximates even to the absolute best ability right. that I don't think live dice can pull off. Yes. <laughs> maybe yes, maybe no. Um, I think my here's my thing against the dice app. A, I like rolling real dice. Um, I like, I, sue me. Like, I play a tactile game. I don't play this on online that much. Like, I like to, to, to get out there and the clatter, it's, it's satisfying when you can throw your hands down when you have a bad game. And 
I like actually using dice. I don't like the dice app because a lot of times you can't really see what your opponent's doing. It's easy for your opponent to manipulate because the dice app does have a functionality and it's normally a good thing where you can change the dice to any side you want and you can do that rather quickly. Mm -hmm. And if a, someone is using it on their phone on their side of the table, like you make a good point with the iPad, Tim, but yeah. not everybody's going to do that. Right. For me, it's it's if I can't really see it, if they can, if they can manipulate it somehow and... I would really be anxious to give this to, to one of our more tech-inclined friends and see how easy you could break that thing. So I think if someone is cheating on the app, you have bigger problems. Yeah, And two, all your complaints are easy to fix. Because when I played against you, I just put the phone in the middle of the table. Yeah, I just put it down. So you could see it. I just and I was like, down. tap, 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 yep. tap, tap, tap. But I, not, not, not everybody I've, I've played against with, who's used the Dice app has been as kind and as courteous as, as well, you Well, find. just you ask, have them. To ask them. For yeah, it. just ask them. I know. Um, the dice app, uh, it can still be swingy. Um, I do think it rolls better than, than, than table dice. I think you guys would agree with that. That's why you're yes. using it. Yes. Yes. Um, because it's and fair. I do think it's, <laughs> well, I do think it slows the game down too. And that's one of my bigger complaints. No, I think it makes um, it go faster. You can save presets on the, so when you have units that are throwing like weird combos of dice, like Tauntauns are throwing all kinds of dice. And when you're throwing lots of rainbow color dice, you can save it as a preset and just go bam, boom, done. I don't know if you get a printed die pool, though, and we both like try to you. I try to roll dice, and you try to load in and, and roll your dice. I'm pretty sure that the human player with real dice will do it faster. Nope. Um, nope. Especially with aim tokens and re rolls. Nope. Um, nope. I still yeah. Okay. And right. because those people who insist on rolling on the table, those mm -hmm. dice scatter everywhere. Yeah, they make we, such we a knock mess. stuff down. Like they do make a mess. I mean, they really do. And also, right. I think it sounds much cooler when you. When you go to that's roll things, you hear right. noises, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben is like a small child, and he wants the keys that jingle and and the lights that flash. Yes. No, no, no. Exactly. You're the small child because you want the tactile sensations. I, I do. Let's wait a second. <laughs> Hold on now. That's, so so what we're, what we're hearing is is I'm the backwoods fundamentalist. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm the yes. progressive new church with my rock and roll. Right. Like <laughs> and I'm the empire did nothing wrong. So that's all that matters. So, so all right. Before we before we split, and God, no one cares about your sounds, Ben. Before Ben starts making even more sounds, and we have a schism of the Stabcast, I think it's time for us to, to call this one a show. Um, as always, uh, Thank you for listening to us with your paint time, your drive time, whenever it is you, you bother to, to listen to our, our voices. And until next time, I'm Ryan Slawoski, reminding you to roll real dice. I'm Tim Hannon, reminding you the dice app is fair. It's fair! And I'm Ben Fowler telling you, you roll what you need to to get that success, buddy, is all I'm saying. Right. Don't cheat, but go with the dice app. Roll what you have to to kill the Tauntauns. <laughs> That's right. Good night, everyone. Have a good night, folks. Good night. Or good morning. Well, your choice, really. Yes. It really. I mean, what it's if they're starting the I tend really to, I tend to listen to this podcast on my way to work. And, you know, it's like, it, yeah. it's, it's a it's morning right. time podcast. Shower time in the morning is actually when I catch it most of the time. I mean. I'm too brain dead by but, the end of work to listen after work. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck. So I played a game um, against someone whose name I've I've now 
lost his name. I had it written down. I apologize. But a <laughs> great, great opponent. Wow. Um, yeah, you actually and, brought him up last night, but I don't remember who it is. Like Tim, if you it. want to think about that, I can crack a joke at Ben's behest while you figure that out. Go for it. Yes, please it go ahead. It's fine. 